Hey, this is great. I'm glad you found us. Welcome to the conversation. This is the Wags and Fresh Podcast. Well, the loveliest thing that I ever did see was a young man dreaming of what he could be. This is one of my favorite topics almost at nauseum. I do this and the game is what's a metaphor for? Okay, so what's it for? Well, I think um, in art, it's uh, music, you know, uh, movies, things like that. Uh, you know, many times it's just to sort of dress up the, a simple story, right? So it's a simple conflict, you know, you, you sit down and think about how some of this uh, is created, whether it's written or, or it's a movie or whatever. You've got to have a conflict. You've got to have sort of the same themes. There's only so many different themes. So these metaphors, uh, a lot of times, are placed in these in these stories. So um, it makes the story a little bit more interesting. Um, makes it maybe complex, um, depending on you know the uh, the intent of the writer. They could be purposely trying to take you down a specific path. Maybe I should ask you what a metaphor is. Now I'm starting to think I'm thinking it's something else. <laughs> What's a metaphor? Because I may be thinking something different. <laughs> You're thinking of an analogy? What are you thinking of? I don't know. What's a metaphor? <laughs> <laughs> Metaphors, like, what are they, in, What even though they're saying this, there's an intention behind it. Gotcha. Now, do they, does that have to be intentional or you can make a metaphor out of anything? I think that, I mean, there may be, at times, the, the writer may be... Um, Unless I'm wrong about metaphors, no, I mean. no, no. I, th- I think I think you're right. <laughs> I, uh, but I was thinking of like when you listen to something or look at something and watch something, you sort of thinking the how, why, and what. Like, what is this saying about me? What is this saying about the situation? What is it saying about what's going on? You know, how does I think this? A, very, a metaphor is very specific, so. Um... You know, like the generally, I think it's intentional. Like what they're really trying to say is this. You know, like or what they're really trying to, um, you know, express is something deeper than maybe what you see right. you know, at face yeah. value. Um, you know, so or it, it's symbolic in some way that ultimately um, is specifically put there again to sort of dress up the simple point or the simple conflict or the simple thing that, um, you know, was maybe not interesting. So, yeah. um, you know, so, and also too, sometimes there are topics that are complex. It works in the other direction too. So maybe there's a complex topic. And I think this is where, when the word genius gets thrown around, I think this is the only real way that it applies is that when, um, and it's not specific to metaphors, but essentially it's when there's, um, when somebody's able to take a concept and an idea that is generally too complex for most people to understand. And there's a lot of people to that, that live in this world today that have a whole bunch of experience and knowledge and things that are complex. But the genius comes in, how do I then communicate it in a way that a general population will understand, right? So genius isn't just because they're smart. There's plenty of geniuses, right, that are understanding and and experiencing scientific facts, music, you know, whatever you want to apply yourself to, uh, that, that we're genius to. But genius in my mind is when they're able to then communicate that in a simple way 
maybe using metaphors, analogies, all these different word um, uh, or uh, you know language uh, uh, concepts, and to allow for people to generally understand what you're trying to talk about versus there being. So sometimes you use it in the direction of layering complexity to a simple story, um, and then other times it's to communicate more simply in a complex topic. So certain scientific facts are very complex. So go ahead. No, it's just funny because remember, I just read you the Frederick Chopin thing before. So simplicity is the final achievement after one has played a vast quantity of notes and more notes. It's simplicity that emerges as the crowning reward of art. I think I always think of Albert Einstein and the theory of relativity when I think of the word genius, and, and at least in the way that I think I, I think of genius, is that Albert Einstein was not necessarily smarter than other people. There are other people that understood the concepts that he spoke about and and um, and discovered and, and wrote about. Uh, the difference is that he also then was able to articulate it in a way that when you go and learn general relativity in physics 101 in college your freshman year, every college freshman, so there's hundreds of thousands of college freshmen that are going through physics 101 that are learning the theory of relativity. But when the concept was introduced, how many people could understand it before he articulated it? Mm-hmm. It was a very small number. It required the articulation that came from him in a way that then could be communicated to the masses. We didn't become smarter as a species, right? Um, we just had somebody who then said, I have the ability to see something in a way that is hard to communicate, but I know how to communicate it. Because all the other people that may, maybe even one of them thought of it first, but had no mm. understanding of how to communicate it to the, to the masses. Maybe even a hundred years before he did, but didn't know how to communicate it to the masses. Right. right? So it, it really has nothing to do with whether we're getting smarter or not. It's about those people who get to see the, the genius. And I think of Prince all the time when I think of genius as a, a musician, because he took things that and, you know, were very complex and he made them. And that's what Chopin saying and made that simplistic. He made right. that in a way you that, know something so well that you can relate it to something that everybody knows. Right. You mm-hmm. know, like, so I was just looking him up, and it's, um, the calm lake was like a mirror. So, you know, relating something that maybe nobody's seen before right. to something that they are familiar with. So, yeah, I have no, I had no idea what metaphors are. They aren't my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> I oversold that in the beginning. But um, so analogies. So if a metaphor explains something in simpler terms and relates something that has nothing to do with the object about something else, an analogy is trying to relate two situations to each other to get a better understanding of that situation. Sure. So I guess the the game, and who knows if anybody's even listening at this point, <laughs> is how many words do you throw around that you have no idea <laughs> that you're using? Well, there's the one that drives me crazy, um, uh, and that now that that has become the the, the the episode for sure. Yeah, we may have to just cut the first. Half. <laughs> no, that's fine. I keep yeah. the whole thing. It's funny. We don't. We don't. Neither one of you uh, purport to. Neither one of us purport to being the smartest people <laughs> on the planet. Um, so. English is barely our first language. So 
the uh, uh, with internet what's the, what's facts, the word? facts have what's gotten the word? people oh, used to throw facts all the time. Um, but oh, um, uh, the um, all the word everybody uses is um, <laughs> like a one word or a yeah, yeah. Or? It's a it's a it's a it's a one word where um, oh, for, um, um, sort of the V uh, verbiage verbiage. Uh, people use it well that's not the verbiage and that's not really the lexicon. way yeah that's not really the way that it's meant to be used um, and people basically what they're saying is that uh, we're using the wrong language and that's how they use the word and, and um, but it's not really meant to be that way um, and, and also there's like things like a lot of people say IE like in, you know for, as example and not in speak but maybe in typing and, and in written form when it's more EG is much more of an example than IE. Um, so there's just a lot of different things that we use. In, and the things that drive me crazy because I do them, not because other people do them, but like I just texted somebody, and of course in autocorrect and all that kind of stuff, you end up misspelling things all the time. And it's your and your. I mean, I, it drives me nuts mm. all the time because I type it all the time and I, do, I catch it immediately and I'm like, I'm not, it's not your, it's you are. Like, yeah. and I keep saying, typing your, and then I'm like, I, I, and I'm just so conscious of it that I go, when I retype you, you, you know, your with the, the apostrophe. So. Another one I throw around is I, I try to be accurate when I say things, but I sometimes catch myself starting high and then coming <laughs> back down into the range. Right, right. It does right. with hours or time or. Right. I guess I guess it depends what side of the argument I'm on. You know, if, if it's if it's something that was uh, frustrating to do, I'll add an hour, and if it's something that's simple, I'll take off thirty minutes. Sure, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> depends on what the motivation or the, the the goal is. So anyway, maybe that's a it's a good idea for us to uh, um, take a look at. The... Do you even know the words you're using? <laughs> do you? yeah, that's a, that's it. That's the question. Do you even know what you're talking about? <laughs> I'd say hit, uh, hit play, and the answer is no. Keep the conversation going. Hit play. <laughs>